When I'm talking to my customers, I explain to them about a disease triangle where you've got uh, a plant host and you got a plant pathogen and then you have the environmental conditions mm -hmm. that are favorable for development. And I explain to them that when those three come into alignment, that's when we can have a disease. And the longer period of time that those are in alignment, the greater that incidence of disease is going to be. So if we have weeks on in a row of you know, mild, damp, wet weather with uh, you know just the right conditions, we're going to see a lot more of that type of leaf spot. As you said, the environmental leg of the disease triangle. Uh, listening to the weatherman the other day, we're in the month of May, which happens to be the rainiest month in DFW. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, we've got rain in the forecast for next couple of weeks. Yep. Cloudy, cool, coolish weather. That's all perfect for disease development. And is that something where people can, you know, have an impact on that environmental leg by reducing their irrigation? That's a big one. I, I see a lot more problems with overwatering our plants rather than underwatering. Right. And I think that we're shooting ourselves in the foot and making uh, the the climate even better for a lot of these fungal diseases. Right. And so being being aware of what's coming out of the sky mm -hmm. and in terms of precipitation and also the drainage of a property, those are two, you know, if you're in a property that has poor drainage or you have clay soils, that's going to hold a lot of water. I know we're talking about uh, leaf pathogens, you know, powdery mildew and entosporium. However, Doing your part as a homeowner to reduce that irrigation when it's not necessary is very important in disease management. With diseases, managing you know, cultural practices are extremely important. So back to the disease triangle, you know, you have to have a, a, a virulent pathogen, you have to have a susceptible host, and you have to have a conducive environment. And so what can we manage in this, in this triangle? The environment. And so if we can reduce the the hospi uh, how hospitable the environment is to the disease, it's gonna go a long ways. And so right. with St. Augustine lawns, you know, here's, here's two tree guys uh, <laughs> talking about grass. Uh, St. Augustine does not require as much water as people thinks it, think it does. Uh, and the biggest problem that I see with that turf is people mow it too low. People wanna mow it like a Bermuda lawn which is typically uh, an inch and a half or an inch long, uh, maybe two inches. St. Augustine wants to be like three to four inches in height. Yes. And if you mow it taller, that grass is gonna be a lot hardier uh, and require actually less water. And so why it looks sick is because people mow it so low and they scalp it and yes. that's what's stressing the grass out and they think they need to add more water to I the grass. I agree wholeheartedly. I have post oaks in my yard. I got seven big ones in my backyard. I got three more in my front yard. And I'd be sick if I lost one of them on my watch. And I've got St. Augustine. Mm -hmm. I mow my St. Augustine at three and a half inches every day or every week, all summer long. And I've trained that grass to be drought tolerant because that promotes or that, that creates a less hospitable environment for these pathogens in the soil around my trees. Right, And so by managing the St. Augustine uh, more effectively, we can create better conditions for our trees. Yeah, and so uh, back to turf management. So I'm not just a tree guy. So I actually have a bachelor's degree in agronomy and a, a master's degree in crop science. Um, and I've been in plant healthcare for 
oh, since 2010, so I guess 13 years now. But um, when grass gets drought stressed, it actually signals to that plant to grow more roots. There's a hormonal response in the grass to strengthen its root system. And so what we end up seeing in the urban environment, and it's very common from Texas all the way up through the whole United States, is people love to water their grass. And so this grass never gets stressed in the springtime. And so it develops a very shallow root system. And then when your ET or your evapotranspiration increases in the summer months, now you're having to water more and more because that grass never had the chance to develop a, a dense root system. Yes. And so it's important this time of year, even before now, to let that grass stress out. It's gonna be okay. You know, we're, we stay pretty mild through the month of May. We get pretty good rainfall here. And so let that grass deal with it and develop a denser root system. And right. uh, we also, uh, I have two names on my shirt. The other name is Ecologel Solutions. And that, that's a line of uh, lawn care products, basically. Uh, two technologies that we're really proud of. One is called Hydratain and one is called Cytogrow. Uh, Cytogrow is concentrated seaweed extract. It contains uh, a hormone called cytokinins and that hormone stimulates root development. And so that's a really good product to help drive that uh, deeper root system. And then the Hydratain product actually extends the availability of moisture in the soil. And so it, uh, in a nutshell, it is reducing evaporative loss of water out of the soil. And so it can extend your time between irrigations. And so rather than people having to water or what they think three to four times a week, you can get equal performance from half as much irrigations. And that's helpful for our trees. And uh, I agree. I, I tell my customers they've got to give their grass a little tough love yeah. to make it root deep so that they don't have to water it so often, which is better for their trees. Uh, so it, it, I think what we're seeing here is that the way the grass is managed, the way the trees are managed, it's all kind of one ecosystem on that property yeah, and that you got to look at it holistically. It's part of the equation, you know, and if, if we had, if me and you had our way when it comes to trees, those post oaks would have a, uh, no grass underneath them at all. Mulch layer. It would just be a mulch layer all the way out to the edge of the canopy. And yeah. we, and that tree would be happy and we'd be happy and we'd sleep really well at night. Uh, however, that is, uh, that's a dream world. And, um, you know, you go to some really nice, uh, homes and the lawn is manicured. And if the St. Augustine wasn't bad enough, now we're going to have flower beds installed underneath the trees, hydrangeas and azaleas and all kinds of little flowers. I can, I can see the emotions on your face. Um, <laughs> yeah. So all the annuals and things like that, and those are water loving plants. And you started off on post oaks by saying that they are, they don't like wet feet. They do not. And so uh, many of our native trees here are dry site species. So they like, everything needs water, but dry site species means it wants time to dry out between irrigation. It doesn't want to stand in that water. And so we're going to see, you're going to see problems on pretty much any of our oak species around here. Um, if people want to water that much, they should probably install uh, bald cypress species, because uh, those are gonna those are gonna love it. Um, yeah, and and it just leads to more root diseases and stress on trees. Right. Well, we have a lot of things in our toolbox for for disease control. Uh, growth regulators is one of the newer ones that we've used for that. Uh, our fungicides have changed a lot over yeah. time. Uh, we've gone from 
just having contact fungicides to having uh, you know, locally systemic fungicides to even some fully systemic fungicides that uh, have broad spectrum. And um, it's really also been enlightening to see how the, the research shows how much our management practices on the property affect our diseases. Right. And so we have to look at the whole big picture when we're talking about disease management. We have to utilize all of these things in our toolbox. There's no silver bullet that's gonna take care of everything. We can't control the environment and mother nature and what she's throwing at us. So we've gotta um, kind of use every tool in our tool belt right. uh, to manage these situations.